The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter, but that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Randy McKay. Randy is a graphic designer and performer living in Brooklyn. Randy talks with me about the two main loves in his life and how different each of those relationships were from each other. Not only do they vary in length and love, but Randy found himself playing two very different roles in each relationship. Hey, Randy. Hello. Hey, Brian. How are you doing? I am all right. Yeah? Yeah, Getting yeah, through yeah. the day? Um, yeah, it was, um, I thought I would be hungover, but I'm not, so, <laughs> so let's do it. Always a good start yeah. to the, yeah, it's like a real... It's a game-changing thing, right? If you think you're going to be hungover, and now you have like the whole day to just take on. Exactly, be I'm productive. always prepared for the worst. Yeah, uh, and like it's never that bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like my, I'm very poor right now, so like there's no <laughs> way I could, I can't make myself hungover with the amount of money that That's, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Um, yeah, what do you want to talk about today? Oh boy. Okay, so I want to talk about the duality of the only two serious relationships that I've been in. Okay. Yeah. Um, in, in short, I had a very long relationship in which I felt nothing in, and then a very short or relatively short relationship in which I felt all the emotions and, and a lot in. Okay. Yeah. And I think in order for me to like make sense uh, in what I'm about to say, I need to tell you a little bit of my backstory yeah, the context of yeah. how you got to where you got to yeah yeah cool um uh, and so it starts with um from a very early age i was i always had like a fear of failure i remember i think i might have been five when i quit playing piano because i thought that one day i was going to be a really famous concert pianist and then i'd be doing my show and then i'd mess up and everyone would laugh at me and like that shut me down and so like i've always been like that and I've, I've been better about it like significantly but you know around my high school years that manifested into a fear of rejection and trying to avoid the pain of that um and so what I did was essentially like whenever I had a crush on somebody I would tell myself nope they probably don't have a crush on you don't even do that you're just gonna make things bad between you or if I had a sense that someone liked me I would just tell myself, no, 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 you're just, you're just overthinking it. Like, they're just being nice. It, it's fine. Don't ruin your relationships and friends. And it, like, made me very oblivious to a lot of things. Yeah, you were just sort of turning yourself off from anything because of, like, that small fear of, like, I, this will just be ruined. Yes. By me. Like, kind of put it on yourself of, like, I will screw this up some way. Yeah, or, like, you know, just hearing no hurts yeah 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 and yeah not wanting to put yourself out there i mean there's a lot of reasons Every, everyone's awkward in high school yeah that, that was, I was me. yeah i didn't i yeah yeah um i have a, a couple quick anecdotes before we get into the story like um there was this girl she was a new girl and she like would find me in the hallways and, and lock her arm in my arm and then whenever anyone would ask oh are you two going out i would always say no it's not like that right like trying to put the honest on her to like say, yeah like can oh, you define what's going on here because i don't know what's going on right here. exactly yeah. um i eventually actually asked her out to junior prom but still never asked her out in like okay a yeah world sense. like you were a date you were going as a date to prom but weren't dating or whatever exactly and um so between 
me asking and actual prom, she started just dating one of my friends because he wasn't afraid to ask people out. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> and so um, I take her to prom and like we do the entire thing, you know, like my tie and my yeah, uh, the pictures, cummerbund. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the parents, they yeah, all match the matching. dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I drive, pick her up from her house and I drive her j- basically to just hang out with her boyfriend and then like even <laughs> drive her home. Yeah. Yeah, no, please laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's like you guys get to the dance, and then she immediately goes off to hang out with her boyfriend yeah, and dance with him. It's like, okay, bye. Prom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, another quick, quick, quick story is um, there's this girl who would come to my house, and we would play Smash Brothers and like watch Newgrounds videos or whatever, and I, I would do the same in her house. And every once in a while, she would like try to tickle fight me, and we'd be rolling around on the floor, like tickling each other, <laughs> and it'd be like this thing where like she'd end up on top of me and look at my eyes, and I would just do nothing uh bad and dumb uh i once accidentally i'm using quotations accidentally gave her a light headbutt because i just didn't know what else to do yeah, we were like well we're our faces are really close to each other what are we supposed to do uh, <laughs> it's like uh, butt heads yeah here's, here's a fun There's little a, cute that really sets the mood yep so so that's basically yeah that who, was like who, who your I, yeah yeah what you were i was pretty similar at that point in time i feel like i was in similar situations oh it's uh, so nice to have someone relate to this it's very yeah it's a very weird because it's like it's a thing where i feel like i was that way too i was very very nervous didn't know how to talk to people didn't know how to like yeah put yourself out in that vulnerable state of like telling somebody and then you did tell somebody and then they wanted to be nice and didn't reciprocate and then you weren't sure how to handle it so then you just wouldn't bring it up because you just didn't want to deal with it and then yeah you just never when somebody did show attention yeah i I would be like i don't uh yeah uh this can't be for me yeah so it's like (laughs) just packages this not having great self-esteem about you and about like where yeah what you were not putting yourself out there i guess right yeah yeah um and in college, I finally did start trying to put myself out there. And it wasn't until I had a conversation with one of my friends. Her name was Abby. And we got on the topic of talking about um, why women don't ask men out or why that's not very common. And when she explained, like, you know, when a woman puts herself out there, she's more likely to get taken advantage of by a man, um, either physically or emotionally. And, and that, like, really stuck with me because it made me more conscious of my presence as a man you know to a woman regardless of whatever my intentions are like it, it's yeah just, just like the way you could be coming off exactly regardless of like what your actual feelings are of just like admit yeah it just made you more aware of like how you're coming off in the presence of women right and so like realizing that you know my f- i realized like how small my fear of like, oh no, someone might say no is versus like, <laughs> yeah. someone could hurt me very badly. Yeah, whether like physically or emotionally or just being like... Yeah, it's 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 not great. Um, and so I, I realized that I needed to just be better about things because I have very little to worry about in the world. Yeah, at the end of the relatively. day, like hearing no that one time, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, just learning that at the end of the day, it, it wasn't the biggest deal in the world and there are tougher things that people are dealing with and yeah kind for of sure. be like okay i'll put myself out there a little more yeah growing up as hopefully you do in college um, yeah 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 the things that you want to be learning in college to then right yeah forget books gang learn about <laughs> interpersonal relationships yeah um so eventually i start asking people out you know here's some no's hurts a little bit here's some yeses it's good and um i eventually ask out the person who becomes my first girlfriend um Let's call her M. Okay. To protect her anonymity. Okay, M, yeah. M. 
And so, um, and so we make things official very awkwardly. Basically, um, Facebook was new-ish at the time, or <laughs> yeah. it was new to me. Yeah. And uh, I changed my relationship status from single to in a relationship, but I don't tag her in it, and I don't tell her. And so, rightfully so, she <laughs> confronts me. You know, like, as, as you would. Man, I, the stakes of that stuff was so high yeah. at that time. I remember when I, like, got my first breakup, I we were in a relationship on Facebook and then we had to like get out of that. Oy. And I just remember it be like, Oh, this is going to be a whole thing with our friends and whatever. And I just remember one of my other friends and I just went to, it's complicated together <laughs> to be like, Oh, this is just a funny thing. And I it keeps so me, yeah. and it keeps me from like having to deal with this other thing of me getting out of this other relationship. Wow. I wonder if that's what most of it was. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's dumb, but it's like, it's that little wall you build to protect yes. yourself. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh goodness. Oh, goodness. That, I'm someone's grandpa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, she confronts me about it. And I like it's it's an awkward conversation. Uh, you know, she, hey, I saw you change your status. Are you in a relationship? Uh, I was like, um, well, I'm not seeing anybody else but you. I don't know if maybe you if you want to be in a relationship, I we can be in a relationship or I could like change back. It's, you know, and she chooses to accept me. Yeah, which yeah. Are, which, Thank you for that, M. Uh, and we we spend all our time together, and you know, after we make it official, and it's nice, but it's also not nice. We're bickering all the time about little things, and like, I don't know, just sort of dealing with it. Uh, there was one instance that I remember specifically. I got very upset over like an April Fool's Day prank that she pulled. She um, <laughs> yeah, it was like um. She took all the dairy out of my fridge as like a dig to like get at me for um for liking dairy too much, but also because she genuinely wanted me to stop like eating as much dairy as I was. Oh, so it was a weird like yeah. it wasn't just a prank, it was also sort of a like, little let like me hey, fix your also, life. Yeah. You should probably cut down on this. And that that was like a thing that we yeah. always dealt with okay. in the relationship. Like the gifts she would get me for Christmas and whatnot sometimes were just like I noticed that you have this coat, and I don't like that coat. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, it's those things that you're both sort of figuring out relationships, and you're not sure how to respond to some of these things that you're like, maybe we're not a perfect fit, but I'm in a relationship, and I'm like yeah. in, in love with this person, and, and this is- Well, not in love. Yeah. That's okay, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. So like, I guess that's I'm the just, thing. It's like- uh, No, I was more excited about not getting rejected, which is- not a great reason to stay with somebody, but I figured, like, you know, if you like this person, eventually you can learn to love them, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, putting in this work that you think goes into a relationship and not thinking so much about your feelings, but more thinking about, like, the process of what it means to be in a relationship, I guess. Right. Like, so focused on on making the textbook relationship yeah, happen. Yeah, something work. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, oh God, it's, it's not great, you know, and we're, we're not moving particularly fast, but you know, we meet each other's parents and that's fine. And then our parents meet each other and that's oh. not fine. Okay. So we just never have our parents meet each other anymore. And so like we end up splitting our time between parents. So like birthdays, father's day, we would just like drive back and forth between upstate New York and New Jersey and like. Just make it work. Like, put in a lot of work, make a lot of sacrifice to make this thing. So it seems like at that point, too, like, how much time, like, how much into the relationship are you? Because if you're, like, meeting each other's parents and doing that stuff, it feels like there's at least a level of seriousness to what's happening, right? Right. And, you know, when I 
first got into relationships, what I wanted was a serious relationship, which is, gosh, I wish I could undo. But um, because <laughs> like I don't know, I I don't. Maybe at the time I was uh, I was way more religious and like trying to just do what's right. Okay. And, like yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. go out into the world or whatever the Bible says to do. You know, don't fornicate and whatnot. I'm like it's fornicating, but like this yeah, was but the, with this one was the person, person in a serious yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope my parents don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, anyway, um, you know, she she genuinely loved me, and I. I wanted to make an effort to show her that I cared and I want to make it work. You know, I really tried to fall in love, but, but I just didn't. And we talked about it often. Like, um, uh, I would literally say, you know, one day I'll really, it, it's just going to work. Yeah. And, so she'd be like, I love you. And then you'd be like, I'm not there yet, but I want to be there. Like, yeah. that's kind of or, how that would know, go I, or whatever. I am. <laughs> I didn't say I'm so close, yeah. but it's just like uh, one day I, I yeah, like for I hope sure. to be there. Yeah, yeah, and like I even said it a couple times, but it felt hollow. And okay, I didn't, I didn't like that aspect of it. Um, so about two years now into the relationship, um, I graduate from college. I'm a year ahead of her, and we almost break up. It's I think it's the Fourth of July. We're at her one of her dad's places. He's got a couple places, um, and we're like sitting on a bench on on the shore. And I'm trying to, like, explain to her, like, hey, um, I think we should take a break at some point. It doesn't have to be right now. Maybe when I'm, like, 25 or something like that. We're the same age. Uh, maybe when we're 25 or something like that. Just to see other people so I can be sure about you. Because I haven't ever been with other people. You know, you're the only person I, I've been with. And I'm still sort of having trouble feeling the love. But I don't want to break up with her because I don't want to hurt her, but she's not going to break up with me because she's in love. And I am 100% aware, especially now that that is the wrong move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not do that. If you feel that you have to break up with somebody, probably just break up with them or else, you know, it's going to be bad in the long run. You, you, you're just going to draw out this thing, which is exactly what I did. I drew it out for so long. Um, so, Eventually, she graduates college, uh, and she moves to Jersey City. I'm sleeping on my aunt's couch in Coney Island at that point, and the relationship is strained, uh, but we're still trying to make it work. And so, eventually, we decide, you know what? New York's tough. Let's just move in together. Oh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I go from, like, I want to take a break to let's move in. And um, I try to... Um, the very first thing I do, very first thing we do is like start looking for three bedroom apartments with one of my one of our mutual friends. OK, yeah. And um, this person's incredibly picky and like it takes months and like they, they just haven't settled on a place like nothing's good enough. So eventually we're like, you know, what? forget it. We just need to not be sleeping in our parents or family places. Let's yeah, just like, move into a place so far away from each other, too. Right. Like. With right, like Coney Island to Jersey City has got to be a quite a commute. Yeah, it's it's not good. The path train is actually pretty nice because we both yeah. worked in Manhattan at the time. But like, it it wasn't ideal. So so what happened was is that you know eventually we we split off from the that guy, person the other guy, yeah. and but like still we're looking for two bedroom apartments. Yeah, and and having like the separate room or like the the other person buffer is one hundred percent my idea because like 
at this point, I'm, I'm still afraid of committing to her and, I, and like afraid of not being available if I did find love somewhere else somehow. And it's bad. I, I, I am aware that it's not a great thing. Um, yeah, because in the moment you're not thinking, you're just kind of operating in it and seeing it now you're like oh yeah that was shitty like i oh yeah no i am i was i was good to her but i wasn't right yeah the fact that you weren't like operate you were again you were going back to that like this is how you're supposed to operate in the manual of being a boyfriend yes where like your feelings weren't matching up with the way the the steps you were taking weren't so much like i feel like I'm in love with this person and want to be moving in with this person, but it feels like the thing I should be doing as a boyfriend. Yes, exactly. It's like, well, we've been dating for X amount of time now. Uh, eh, God. Yeah, I wasn't actively looking for other women or relationships, but, you know, there were times that I had crushes and, like, I just felt bad that I was locked into this thing that I wasn't really enjoying, you know? So at three years into this relationship, we signed a lease for two years. Whoa. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and as you mentioned, like, you know, I'm playing the role of boyfriend that I'm supposed to play, but it's it's wearing on me, and, like, I feel bad because I can see in my head this trajectory of this life that I don't want, like, being with this person who I don't feel great about, living in these places because I have to, like, even working jobs I don't want to work because I need to make enough money to sustain this lifestyle as opposed to just living my life and having fun, and, like, uh... And I just start to resent her, but at the same time, I don't want to break it off because of, like, the sacrifices that she also made to, like, be in this relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, you're still thinking about her. It's this weird thing where you're, you're caring about her, but you're also, and you're kind of ignoring, it's a weird thing where you kind of ignore your own feelings and what you're looking for because you're so committed to trying to make this thing work. Exactly. And in a way, you're hurting everything a lot more because of that, Right. It's right. Like, the uh the phrase shit or get off the pot like starts <laughs> yeah. repeating itself in my head every day and it's it's not great uh eventually i actually start taking improv classes and she's supportive and she's trying or she she comes to shows and she tries to be supportive and eventually i actually make a musical house team and but then like i ask her hey you know you don't have to come to these shows anymore you know and like She's relieved because it's like, okay, great, yeah, that's pressure's a big off. That's a- <laughs> yeah, this is a lot to do. But, you Come know, the show every week for me. Yeah. Once again, this is where I'm bad again. It's like, I really just didn't want other people in the community to know that I was in a relationship. It, it's not. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's like this weird. Oh, no. No, I am, uh, I am 100%. Like, if I lose friends after this, like, <laughs> I, I get it, gang. I'm, no, but you're. I'm still I, me. Again, you're just like, you're so caught up in this thing and you just i just it like you describing it to me it just feels like you were just so in over your head about what to do right and never being in a relationship before having these like again sort of like by by like everything around you expectations of what a relationship is supposed to be and you trying to live up to those expectations right but just not paying attention to your feelings the fear of the no or the fear of hurting somebody is is not good yeah um so Two years go by and reluctantly. So the whole lease. The whole, yeah. You make it through the whole lease. Yeah. Two, we make it through the lease and reluctantly I sign for another year. And then two months later, Camp Magnet, which is an improv camp where you, you go and you do improv stuff and you're out in the woods. It's like yeah, a it's really like a weekend fun time. long thing, right? And you Fantastic just spend it with a bunch of like improv people. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
uh, I go to that and I come back and immediately break up with her. Um, and it's not because I like cheated on her or anything, but I just I had a life changing epiphany where it was just like I'm hanging out and meeting all these strangers and I'm getting along with them so much better than this person that I'm supposed to be with. Like, I I gotta I gotta change. I gotta I gotta get out of this and. It's devastating for her, like, and she's a great person, you know, she's a trooper for sticking it out with me, and we go through the rest of this lease that we had just signed two months ago. Wait, so you went ten more months? Ten more months. So, like, we're broken up, but oh we're living God. together, and we're, we're like, sharing the same bed, we're, we're playing the part still, we're sharing, oh, okay, yeah. sharing a bed, you know, we don't tell our parents, some of our friends know that we're broken up, and we, we're just, like gonna make it work until the end of the lease because living in new york is hard oh man you know yeah this is like a terrible living in new york is hard situation though. oh like, that's yeah. a long time yeah she she's great um and you know we're, we're still splitting holidays and everything like that you know between parents bouncing oh, around oh and my god one day her dad yells at me for something and i and it's just like okay i think i'm done with this yeah like <laughs> i need to get rid of this facade thing that's like uh, this needs to be done done because it's still it's hurting everybody at this point yeah Yeah. um it's it's not great uh and we still like hung out with her mom and her other siblings but like we i separated myself from like him um eventually the lease runs out and uh i help her i like drive her stuff out to new jersey to live with her mom and like we we end it and like we still tried to be in contact with each other for a little bit. And uh, after two months, she starts dating someone else. And I find out through Instagram, through like a big photo of like the first photo. I open up the app and like the very first photo is like her and this big bearded dude like making out. And I'm just like, oh boy. okay, yeah. uh, all right. Um, it hurts for about a week, but I'm happy for her because like hopefully this person can love her the way that I never could. Yeah, that you, like, never got yourself to. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm generally happier because I don't have to play pretend anymore, you know? Yeah, you can finally, like, actually think about your feelings and what you're looking for and that type of stuff. Like, you could do a little bit of, like, okay, now this is, like, Randy six however many years later it was God, yeah it would be six years so yeah and that was, like, so it was, yeah, and I feel like, again, you're at a point where that those six years seem what from, like the middle of college to your like early mid 20s or mid-20s. whatever or something like that uh, yeah which is such a big period we, of your we stole each other's like best years and all well yeah i don't know if that's true but like <laughs> i think you're fine yeah, yeah but it's but it's your it's just that first relationship of you just having nothing else to compare anything to where now you're kind of like on the other side of it being like okay she's yeah. found somebody i'm glad that she's found this person that i couldn't who can do the things that i could yeah she found her uh as the meme goes somebody who could do both yeah. i don't know what yeah, both yeah, yeah. is but <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. i like memes and uh <laughs> yeah and then so you're in a place now where you're like okay i'm out of this thing i'm sort of getting back to what i like what i can find or looking out ready to find something again i guess yes um so that is a good segue onto girl two or girlfriend number two, I should say, um, and we'll call her G. Okay, for G. Anonymity. Yeah. Good word. Okay. Uh, so five five months after moving out with M, you know, I meet G on Tinder, and she's extremely cool. She's five years older than me, and like incredibly stylish. So like I'm on board because I'm petty, and like style is very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been on a couple of dates and like hooked up with some people since M, but like. 
G was the first one that really stuck. And with her, a lot of things were different. Like, I felt like I had to teach M a bunch of things, and I couldn't really learn or grow from being with her. Um, but G was older and different, and so um, I feel like she taught me a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, you had, like, the overlap that brought you together, but then you had these other things that were you were getting to, like, show each other and, and introduce each other to. Right, because, you know, we're new people who like each other as opposed to people who've been together for so long. Yes. Um, we moved pretty quickly, and, you know, neither of us were looking for a relationship at the time. But within two weeks, you know, she told me that she loved me, and then long after we had like the relationship talk and and this time we did it the right way you know it wasn't like a, a weird facebook exchange <laughs> you know it was in person she asked if i would be exclusive with her and, and i said yes you know and like it was great we we she opened my eyes to a lot of things we like listened to audiobooks of lindy west uh okay yeah you, you know shrill. Shrill. Yeah, yeah exactly shrill and it was like mwah, mwah, mwah. it was great <laughs> and you know we talked a lot about modern dating and like the things that you do and uh one thing that really resonated with me was that she called me a serial monogamist and I, I didn't want to be that, and I didn't realize I was being that. It was just like, because I don't know enough about dating relationships, it, it's just like, oh, oh, there's more things to be? What else is there, <laughs> you know? Um, so I was interested in, like, what everyone was doing. Yeah, there was a, just a lot of, like, again, you coming out of this long six-year relationship and then being like, what is even dating because I didn't ever do it, right? right. Like, it's... Uh, a thing that really, another thing that stuck with me was um, the concept of having a stable. I don't know if you've you've heard it. It's weird. She she was talking about no, having well, a yeah, stable. Yeah, what is this? Uh, so you know, like horses, where there's like a stable of horses. So it's just like the group of people that you hook up with. You know, when one isn't available, you can just call another one. And these are like your oh yeah your your yeah, four yeah, yeah. or five people, like your circle. Okay. Of hookups. I don't know. Yeah, this know. is a concept that would never, my, it would never work in my, I can't, I can't do that. Like, I have a friend who's just talking about, she has a similar situation. She has like, she's like, oh, yeah, I have like three guys that I've been like hooking up with. And I like totally respect her for doing that. But I'm just like, I can't, I just, it like, it sounds exhausting. <laughs> right. It, it's a lot, you know, especially yeah, when I think you that's do like a lot. Not who I am. And I know that people can be those people. And it's like, yeah. And I think, yeah, if you have a lot going on in your week, it's hard to then think about that on top of it all. Yes. But like, you know, it works for, I guess, people, people who, yeah. who don't want to, you know, if you don't want to be in like a full relationship, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. want to have people that you trust that you can be with. And I guess like, yeah, and it's like if you to get to that level with those people, then there's like a level of in intimacy there. And then you get things from those people that you might not get from other people. Like there's yeah. something to that that works, I guess, if if you can make that work. And that's why it's so interesting. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modern that's, dating is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what else are people doing? I didn't mean to be a monogamist. Not that I'm not or I don't know what yeah, you I don't am. know. Yeah. Like, it's just like dealing that, with that question yeah it's it, dating is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's like uh you know it's it's no longer shit or get off the pot it's more like hey this is my pot what's your pot oh that's a cool pot yeah can i share that pot with you no yeah I, so you, so it's finally like you're finally getting to that point where you're actually asking yourself what you're interested in and what you're looking for and not just playing by the manual you're not like at the boyfriend manual you've like thrown that out and you've just been like What's the Randy manual, I guess? Like, exactly. Right? Like, but but the thing is, like, we decided that we are going to be an exclusive okay. relationship okay. anyway. So, like, even though I'm finding about all this yeah, you're stuff. Yeah, still, you're still, like, openly talking about stuff. Yeah. But you're also like, yes, let's be together exclusively. Right. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, not trying to try this stuff. But, like, it's nice that it's out there. Yes. Um, And, 
you know, we then go through the motions significantly quicker than Em and I did. You know, we meet each other's parents. It's nice. Christmas goes by and she gets me like this pair of sneakers that I was really into, which is like complete opposite of Em because like uh, I didn't like it when she shopped for clothes for me because petty. Uh, but like, but G really got my style. Yeah, you're back I, to that style. Yeah, the yeah. style thing. And like yeah. in my head, I'm constantly comparing the two, you know, and I know yeah, it's not which great. You but, can't not do, I feel like... Because it's your literally your only two experiences, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. And and like, and it, it just makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I made the right decision by breaking yes. off yeah, the, yeah. the long relationship. Because you know, I, I was in love, and I, I say it all the time. And I want to give her everything. And like, I'm listening very deeply to things she says. And I like write down the name of her favorite jeweler to buy an engagement ring. I never did. I okay. didn't buy the engagement yeah, ring. But or, but it was. But like, you were I, was, there. I was ready. Yeah. Uh, and then her depression kicks in and then like it really shifts the tone of the the relationship um it's hard for her and like i'm trying to be there and as supportive as i can be and like because my last situation was so tough i was like i can i can weather this like we can we'll figure this out and i mentioned counseling and couples therapy like stuff that yeah emmett mentioned to me that i was just like not interested in and um because she wasn't that interested in it either uh, she goes to visit her si- sister in Virginia at some point and comes back with a puppy. And, um, and like, I'm not not a dog person, but I just don't want the responsibility of a dog right now. Yeah. Which was yeah, another thing that put, yeah. And that put, like, strain on my relationship with M because she was very much a dog person. And I was okay. just like, no, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't do yeah, it. Yeah, there's a very, and yeah, so, it's like a responsibility that yeah. you gotta kind of be ready for. <laughs> And, like, once again, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do this relationship right. All the things that, like, I was not open to trying with M, I'm going to try with G. And so, like, I want to, like, be there for this dog, you know? Because if that means that I can be with her, then I'll do it. Like, I'm I'm in love, love. It's, it's something. You know, I buy this dog all sorts of toys. I take it to my office because we have sanctioned dog days. And I even take it when we don't have sanctioned dog days just to, like relieve the pressure on her so that she has less to worry okay, about yeah yeah and um it's not enough you know um eventually she calls me up one day says we have to talk you know she can't deal with the pressure of her job her grandfather's failing health having a dog and a boyfriend and um she's like she says it, it's gonna be just a little break and you know how long is it going to be at this point? She like comes to my house and it's like this very weird thing where we're just sitting in my bathroom, like sitting on the tub, talking to each other, very intimate, very like the acoustics and bathrooms are fantastic. Right. <laughs> and so like all the silence is incredible. And like, Oh man. Yeah. You know, how, how long do you think you need uh, a month, two months? I, I, I can do a year if you want to like take a break for a year. She's like, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm probably not going to see anybody. Uh, you can see people. I was like, I I probably won't. You know, I'm really invested in you. I don't know if I could do two years though. And um, she's like, why why aren't you mad at me? Why aren't you furious? You should be kicking me out right now. And all I say is like, I I don't want you to. I don't want to kick you out because I don't want you to go. I I love you. You know. Uh, eventually, she hops in an Uber, and I never see her again. How long ago did that happen? Uh, this was over or about two years ago at this point. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's, you know, and like she called to check in on me about 
a week after the breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I wasn't doing well. <laughs> like, this time, I was devastated. And yes. Like, you yeah. know, once again, comparing it to my last relationship, it was like, oh, this is what it feels like. Yeah, well, there's also that element, too, of, like, I mean, who knows where she was and... But it's like that you kind of took on the role of M a little bit more of just like, I'll do this. I'll do this. Like, well, like, I'm so into this that I'll do whatever needs to happen to make it work. Right. Yeah. The duality of it. all. Yeah. Where it's like, well, if this person's not ready to love me, then I can't make them right like that. That, And it's like you finally are seeing it from the other side a little bit. Exactly. Um, It's it's wild. Uh, So we we tried to like call every once in a while to check in on each other you know me to make sure that she's doing better with depression and her to like make sure that i'm doing better with what manifested itself into depression you know yeah yeah (laughs) now like you're dealing with your own stuff through all of this happening Yeah. yeah um i think maybe two weeks after she posted a picture on instagram of like somebody's dog that looks like her dog that was on tinder and so like i call her up and was like hey you know, what's going on? You're on Tinder. And she's like, yeah, but it's not serious. And like, I'm devastated. Yeah. You know? oh, boy, yeah. And like, and I, and I pull it together and I unfollow her on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got to get this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I can't like, be. Yeah, I don't want to look yeah. at more. Like every time I open up Insta- Instagram has been very yeah, bad that's, to me. <laughs> that seems like this is the hardest part about your relationship life has been Instagram. Right. Uh, no, if you true, couldn't tell, yes. I'm incredibly petty yeah. and a very visual person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then um, in another phone call, she tells me that she began to hate me at some point and didn't have the heart to tell me. And like, I don't know, the details are fuzzy that that night I was out drinking with some friends for a celebration. And like I, I had to leave and like I was just in the streets, like screaming and like I broke a chunk off of my skateboard because I was like slamming it into concrete and like trees and just. I don't know. It it wasn't good. And I, I was like seriously thinking about hurting myself. And I uh, checked myself into therapy instead. And I never called her again. Um, And that like really changed me. You know, noticeably, I was noticeably different to my family and like officially depressed, I want to say. Yeah. But it, like then you were finally able to talk about it. Right. It's like. Yeah. 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 It, it took about a year and a half with the help of therapy to like get over her and only in the past like few months have i been like getting the idea of like dating seriously again yeah like you're you're in a place where you're like okay i'm okay with where i am yeah what i've dealt with and now i can put myself back out there again right yeah but i i'm not i'm like grateful to both of these women for like basically teaching me so much you know i said i couldn't learn a lot from M, but i i did learn a lot about myself in that like you can't just force things. Yeah. And then you probably learned so much more about her situation within your second situation, exactly. right? It's like you're able to see a lot more of what she went through. Right. I feel like a more complete person because now I've like truly experienced like all these emotions. Yeah. Like, which is, yeah, it's only probably like a small set of emotions that right. you could, like there's probably more out there that <laughs> could be experiencing soon. Well, let's uh, see what I, I had, like apathy, I guess a little bit of envy and yeah, then like yeah. love and then rage and then depression <laughs> and sadness. It was, it was a yeah, lot. Yeah, there a little bit of a roller coaster of just like relationship, everything, right? Turmoil. Yeah. 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 I would say that it made me a lot funnier though, <laughs> like becoming a complete person. I, I, I Yeah. I, and the I'm sure therapy too is like you get in a point where you're able to like 
look at the stuff and not let it affect you so much and be able to laugh about it, right? It's like right. that thing of like, okay, I could talk about this stuff. It's not going to change me in a negative way. It just is, it's an experience I had and it's like, yeah, I can laugh at this and move on. Yeah, it's it's good now. That's awesome, Randy. Hey, man. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, thanks for telling the story. It was very interesting and a lot of layers to it. Yeah. Do you have things that you want to tell people about? That oh, yeah, got, sure. They can, follow um, you on, they can follow you on Instagram. You can and- follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I don't post very often because I'm very afraid of Because you're watching other people. <laughs> you're too busy seeing what other people are posting. Yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram. Uh, my sketch team, very fun name, Gary from HR, is up. Yeah, it's like Monday, month. Monday yeah, nights, Monday right? nights, yeah, seven thirty. Keep an eye out for HR. that. Yeah, it's a uh, magnet's first all POC um, sketch. Team. Oh yeah, very fun team. Yeah, I've seen you a few times. Oh, it's good. Hey man, yeah. thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Thanks so much, Randy. Hey, thanks so much, Brian. Yeah. Love hurts. Love hurts. This is how we love. This is how we fight for something. Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.